Hello everyone, welcome to Women of the World, a podcast that guides you back to your true self. I'm your host Shannon Sarusi and today we'll be speaking with Turhi Tolvella. Oh my goodness, I pretty much fell in love with this woman within the hour <laughs> and I think that you will too. So we're going to be speaking about how Turhi has been on her journey healing from cancer with yoga and oh my goodness I cannot wait to dig in so let's get started. Thank you for um, coming forward by the way it's such a sensitive topic and like so many people have been affected by cancer or know someone that has been affected by cancer so I'm like I'm conscious in, in myself to just like tread on like sensitively but I'm so curious to hear like your story because you mentioned that like you recovered uh, from cancer with yes. yoga. Obviously, I had yeah, traditional care, so... but I used my yoga a lot. Wow. Okay, so it was a mixture of yeah. both things. So, right. So, shall we start off by telling people like a little bit about what you do? Yeah. Why not? So. At the moment, I am now full-time entrepreneur, so I quit my corporate job mm-hmm. after 14 and a half years in last October, and wow. I'm so happy about that. And now I'm teaching yoga, I'm doing workshops, I do retreats, mm-hmm. I do obviously yoga classes in a studio, and then I do also mm-hmm. a life coach job, so I have a lot going. Awesome. <laughs> And so how did it start with your journey with yoga? Basically, I've been intrigued by yoga ever since I was a child. But obviously that was like in the mm-hmm. 80s. So we didn't have like anything yeah. in in the small town where I lived. So I basically had to search for everything from a library or magazines or something. And I tried to do to the mm-hmm. best of my knowledge the yoga stuff that I could. Mm-hmm. And then when I moved as a grown-up to the capital city of Finland, then I had some questions right. and then I got some real lectures. But the actual falling in mm. love part was when I fell ill with cancer or right. actually got diagnosed. I don't know when I fell ill, but when I got my diagnosis and my friend who owns yeah now already three yoga studios she told me that i am more than welcome Mm -hmm. to use her studios as much as i can she was just like please get better and feel free to come to any class and i do wow and you know the feeling when you are in the studio it's like being in a womb because it's like this warm and cozy environment there are no mirrors so you cannot see that you look like shit you have barcode for eyebrows and and your (laughs) hair is (laughs) like something that is trying to grow a little bit patch from here patch from there after winter (laughs) and and the general looks is like oven baked potato but you feel amazing and you feel like love and the compassion of everybody mm. and you don't stand out like a store yeah. tom or anything because you are one of the yogis wow. who's doing your practice uh-huh wow 
Can I ask you at what point in your um, like conventional therapy did you turn to yoga? I did do that basically immediately because I decided mm -hmm. when I got diagnosed that okay, I really wanna mm -hmm. not broadcast but tell people that this is the situation and I don't wanna have anybody like mm -hmm. being on their tiptoes around me because they are afraid if they can ask mm -hmm. what is mm -hmm. going on. And yeah. also at that point I was mm -hmm. teaching a lot of pole dance classes. So that was obvious that people are gonna mm. notice that something is going on because I have no hair. <laughs> so, right. so it's not like I've gone all yeah. this beer suddenly, but so what advice would you give to someone in that situation? Maybe they've just been diagnosed or maybe they're they've started their chemo already. Yeah, is there any advice that you can give to them? Oh, plenty. I was actually blocking all yeah. that at that time because I felt that I want to sort of put everything that I learn into good use so that everybody can take advantage of what I have learned. So first of all, I would mm -hmm. say that don't be ashamed of it. It's not your fault. It's not something you brought up on yourself. It's like one out of every three women get this. It is really like, mm -hmm. or one out of every three person in Finland gets cancer. Mm -hmm. So it's not something that you can mm -hmm. actually avoid. If it's in the cards for you, it happens. And it is so much easier when you don't have to like be ashamed and try to cover up what's going on. And then search for right. peer group. Because that is a game changer. Mm -hmm. When you have people who know what you are going through, when you have people who are two right. steps ahead of you, you always have somebody to turn mm -hmm. to. That is like guaranteed yeah. that at any given time of the day, there is somebody who will answer you like this. So those are like the yeah. two main things for your mental health. And for your physical health, right. it's like have faith in your doctors and be at your mm -hmm. best game try to find things to be happy about and think that okay i'm having this for a reason it is like the universe is telling mm -hmm. me something and when i realize what it is mm -hmm. i can learn from it and i can get cured yeah if it is that you just hop on the same roller coaster again and again the entry will be right. cancer number two, cancer number three, until you are dead. Mm -hmm. So find out. Wait, so you, you know how you say that? Like, so do you think it's something that kind of manifests like on the energetic level before it manifests on the physical level that you need to heal? Yeah. Because I think that like my body had given me these subtle hints that I should slow down. And mm -hmm. I shouldn't be so uh, goddamn yeah. focused on my work and doing like mm -hmm. everything on, on a high level. That there should be something where I can relax. Right. I had like bleeding also. Mm. I was vomit, vomiting blood. And I didn't think that it is weird because I was so stressed out that I couldn't oh. realize it. Yeah. Until a colleague of mine oh. actually caught me throwing up in the toilet and she was like yeah 
what did happen? And I was like, uh, no, Vicky, you just a little blood. And she was like, you're going to doctor. And wow. Yeah. And that's when you found out that, that you were diagnosed with cancer? No, I had like two weeks sick leave and I got back to work and I just carried on. And I got high blood pressure in wow. my heart and heart. I got a lot before I got cancer. So I was... <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, um, so you you say, you, like you said to me before, how like you feel like your recovery, you can owe that to, to yoga. How How do you know it wasn't just from chemo? Like, how do you know that this like really, really helps you? This is something... You know, when you have a hunch about something, you know it in, in your gut yeah. that this was the one thing that uh-huh. was your game changer. Because I knew wow. that it was keeping me sane. It was giving me, like, superpowers. Yeah. Because two, three days after chemo, I was either hyper or really tired depending on mm-hmm. what kind of poison mm-hmm. they had injected in me. So the first three rounds, I got more wow. and I was basically on every appliance and reading a book and coloring and raking the leaves because I was so hyper. And the three last rounds, they mm-hmm. were the kind of like, you really knew that they have killed as much as they dared to. So it depended. Mm-hmm. But I always bounced back in like... Right. Uh, four or at least in five days and then I was able to do my pole dance and I was able to use like my hands and everything and you know one thing was when I was seeing the physiotherapist that they assigned to every patient and I didn't do Mm -hmm. too many meetings with her because she told me that whatever Mm -hmm. you are doing it is way better than anything that I could give to you because you seem to have recovered, like wow. you have full range of motion. You have not like this dried up uh, lymphatic, you know, what do you call them, like drain pipes mm-hmm. or veins. Because right, you get okay. them and they start to shrink when they have no liquids in them. Mm-hmm. That happens when, when you get your lymph nodes removed from your armpits. And it can be that you can only like lift your okay. hand like this. And you don't get any further because the, there is like this finger thick pipes like shrinking, shrinking and taking back your range of motion. And I was able to like pop them by myself. Mm-hmm. So that was a big deal. Yeah. yeah I was like stretching and like yeah. and I was like, Oh that opened. Wow. I hope I didn't break anything. <laughs> oh, Wow, that actually, I feel like that felt good just like thinking yeah, of that. That was like awesome. <laughs> Sorry, but yeah. I need to tap my nose because it's allergy season. So. <laughs> oh, you do you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I promise not to make any elephant noises though. But also, <laughs> you know, also like thinking about yoga, what else it can do than only stretch you it is something that when you focus mm-hmm. on your breath you actually get your nervous system to calm down so you get from your sympathetic nervous system to your parasympathetic nervous system 
Mm -hmm. So you reduce your cortisol levels, which is a big deal when you have Mm -hmm. cancer, because that definitely contributes. Okay. So when you can actually lower your stress levels, you are more likely Mm -hmm. to recover. Your body gets the the much needed rest. It helps with the sleep quality. Mm -hmm. It also helps you to gain your appetite back. You can actually notice when you are in a yoga class and that happens, you started to feel that there is saliva coming. And that is like the, mm, okay. the giveaway sign that, okay, I'm ready to have some food now, that my digestion has returned. Yeah. So there are physical... Wow. You know, I'm really just like in awe how amazing this is. Because I just started learning about yoga. I was meant to be doing yoga teacher training in Mexico today. But my flight got cancelled and they sent me like some pre-work material and it, it affects every single system in the body in a, in a positive way. Like there's no bad thing about yoga unless like obviously you, you like overdo yourself, but that's not the yeah. yoga. <laughs> that's you. <laughs> but it's just, it's just like magic, yeah. isn't it? And you know, thinking about that, it has been around for 5,000 years. There is a reason. It's like, mm. not like those people mm-hmm. in India were stupid inventing this, but they knew yeah. what kind of effect it has yeah. on human body. So like, by mm-hmm. turning to pranayama, you can actually increase the amount of oxygen you get. And just by controlling your breath, mm-hmm. you can go like all the way down to your, the lower half of your lungs. That is taking up mm-hmm. more than right. twice the oxygen that you get when you are stressed and you only have your, like your chest breath. So this is actually giving mm-hmm. more oxygen to your body, more building blocks to fix yeah and also if you if you think about meditation and especially if you have read or Mm -hmm. heard about joe dispenza it is like you you need to look him up he is like phenomenal he is a doctor and he got into this um, Uh huge crash with his bike and he was told that he would never right like walk again and he basically Mm-hmm. build his every system again by meditating and he's teaching that and he's a doctor you know when you are just a baby like in a womb your body has all the information what what goes where this is the cell that needs to become your spinal cord this is the cell that becomes your ear mm-hmm. this is where your vision is so all that information is still mm-hmm. inside of you. You will just have to find a way how to fire it again. That's so special. You know, years ago, that's how I first got into like learning about the mind. Because I read this book about someone who had an accident as well. And he got told he'd be paralyzed from like the waist down. He'd never be able to walk again. And he just retrained himself and his brain to walk. And I think it was within like six months he was fully walking. Like, it's just the power of the mind. And I think we also don't give ourselves credit for how powerful and how intelligent our bodies are for healing and just for like how much they do for us. We feed it with so much shit sometimes and we like look at it in so many different ways that we're like, oh, I don't like this part. I don't like this part. But it's like our vehicle for life. 
Yeah, you know? it's, it's your home. This is like your yeah. most important home where you live in. So you will have to love yeah. your home to be happy in it. Yeah. So obviously, right. in the yogic way of life, you are not hating yourself when you look in the mirror. You are loving yourself mm-hmm. and seeing that yeah. this is a person who is capable of doing anything. This is a person who wants to help others mm-hmm. also. And this is what yeah. I'm working with. So I will have to say good care of it. Yeah. It teaches you how to love your body, doesn't it? it? I think yoga does. And also it teaches that you yeah. don't have to be like everybody. Because one of the first things that I always mm-hmm. teach to people who come to my yoga class is that you will have to think mm-hmm. that you are like a vase and you know that vase is coming every mm-hmm. shape and every color and yoga is the water that you pour into your vase and whatever the mm. shape, shape and size of your vase is the yoga will adapt it's not mm-hmm. like you will have to look right. like a picture from a book that tells you about yoga it's how about you feel when mm-hmm. you do it yes <laughs> <laughs> totally agree totally agree it's so easy to get caught up in that sometimes like I know within myself I'm like oh I need to be in the perfect pose but then I'm like what is the perfect pose it's all about how I really feel inside exactly it is the perfect pose because we are all different we cannot tell what kind of shape we have in our hip bones for example so somebody can open their hips like wide apart and somebody is more restricted and whatever they do, it's the perfect mm-hmm. pose for them. So it is like accepting yeah. and embracing, doing with the limitations that you mm-hmm. have and still doing the best. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, <laughs> totally agree. I have a question to ask you. So we've kind of covered yoga and meditation in terms of, um, you know, healing from cancer. Is there anything else lifestyle-wise, whether it's the food that you eat or, I don't know, just something that, something else that can really help people in their journey that's like really important that not a lot of people know about? Well, first of all, I would say that any cancer patient should leave any processed food, like don't touch it. Because if you have like yeah. really many e-codes, if your grandma wouldn't know what this means, what this actually is, I wouldn't even. Mm, so mm-hmm. it's like, don't yeah. eat the crap that would keep for years in your cupboard because you know that it will yeah. also stay in your body for years. <laughs> so, oh, thinking about yeah, not real like food, putting alive food versus putting dead food in your body. So. The more you mm. get, like the fresh fruits and veggies, that is really, really good for you, and it gives you such a great building blocks. And if you crave for meat, mm-hmm. for God's sake, have organic meat. Don't have like stressed antibiotic-filled mm-hmm. meat from unhappy cow who lived in a barn for two yeah. years and never saw the sun. Mm-hmm. As you can imagine, if you don't have like yeah. food. Mm-hmm. 
I know. It's kind of hard for people these days because it's like, you know, you go to the supermarket and that's what your your main choices are. You know, all these like caged um, hen um, eggs and, you know, like so much processed food for so little money. Yeah. And it's like, you know, the big dogs who are, you know, kind of, I don't want to say controlling, but, you know, allowing for all this to happen. It's really not helping people's health in anyway I don't think mentally physically on any level yeah it is like the money talks and the shit walks <laughs> that's how it goes so you will have to be yeah like really particular with your choices because that is like the only way you actually mm. have an impact and now we start to see that okay there are mm-hmm. more choices in like plant-based milks and products Mm -hmm. And the more you are consuming them, the more you are getting them into Mm -hmm. your little stores right next to you. And the more also the big dogs Mm -hmm. will have to actually like take that into account that, okay, this is what people want. Mm -hmm. That they start to wake up and smell the flowers. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Right. Right. That is also basically something that I would say to almost anybody that instead of focusing mm. on like, I will do this when, I will do this when, and I have time to mm-hmm. embrace my yeah. life when, that is such a load of crap because mm-hmm. nobody has a guarantee. And what cancer makes you realize is that none of us can know what happens tomorrow or this afternoon. So you better do what you were said to do, because otherwise it might not happen ever. Yeah, that's powerful. And, you know, it goes for everyone, doesn't it? Like, we always think we're going to live forever. (laughs) We don't know how long we're going to be here for. So it's like, just do the things that you you say that, like, you know, you really want to do in life. Exactly. And, like, I told my mom when, when the diagnosis was like still news i told her that even though if my Mm -hmm. life would be like cut short it would be so Mm -hmm. broad that i have gone like from every color i have really embraced all the way Mm -hmm. so i have no regret yeah because i don't want to be the person being Uh a bitter old grandma in a nursery complaining that i didn't ever get to do what i wanted (laughs) <laughs> yes good for you that's awesome I love to hear that you know women just like owning what they want to do that's that's my vibe yeah, exactly it is like oh yeah it. be totally who you are don't care what neighbors say because they're gonna have their opinion anyways you have zero in yeah but if you don't do what you want to you're gonna end up bitter Mm-hmm. yeah that is so true I have a question to ask you it's it's quite personal I would say but um is there like any advice that you would have given to yourself before you got diagnosed to kind of have prevented cancer well yeah because I feel that my stress levels contributed to that and uh, I would say that 
this is something that we have like the the good girl syndrome that you will have to bring straight A's to home. So if you want to mm-hmm. do everything on A level, and if you want to kind of mm-hmm. put everybody else first, if you don't put some time for yourself, for your recovery, mm-hmm. just to be like, you don't book anything that you will have schedules and everything, but have just the whole day for you. I would have advised myself mm-hmm. to do at least once a week, please. So that I can do rest right. and reset every week. That's so important. Because mm-hmm. when you notice that, okay, yeah. I've been going on like this uh, Duracell bunny, like da 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 <laughs> for a month, and I have had no yeah yeah you are so hyper that you cannot tell that you are actually like so so tired you just become grumpy Mm -hmm. and you start to resent people asking for favors you feel like you don't want to give anything because you are left with this empty shell that is trying to stay up yeah so yeah that is something that i would change how would you say that like Yeah, thank you for that. How would you say that, you know, the structure of like being in the corporate world contributes to the the stresses that like can lead up to these kind of diseases? I think that is a huge factor. And that is the reason why I left the company I was working in. Because when I started Mm -hmm. there, there was this really nice atmosphere and I, I truly felt that we are like family. And then we got listed. Mm-hmm. And that is always a bad sign, <laughs> kind of, for the employees. Right. After that, it was like two years before me leaving the company. We were always living like one quarter at a time. And people started to burn mm-hmm. out like from left and from right. And I was so worried about my okay. colleagues who were like like really slaving their asses off. And I was always telling them that this work is not going to go anywhere. It's going to be here tomorrow. And if you are really mm-hmm. willing to sacrifice your health, that is what it will take. That the company does not give you like amazing praise in your headstone when you are dead you should do you and not sit here every evening like until 7 or 8 p.m Mm -hmm. trying to somehow cope with everything that crashes on you so it was so bad that i i actually told god honestly the company that i'm sorry but i do feel that the values of this company has changed and it doesn't resonate with me anymore. Mm-hmm. As a yogi, I, I do have such a different set of values that I feel that my mm. time has come to part ways and, and start doing what resonates with me. Wow, good for you. Yeah, well, look how much you've changed your life around, like your lifestyle, your health, everything. Yeah. From the sound of things, you're like a completely different person. That's you know, it's great that you've taken it into your own hands as well. Yeah. And I think it's so sad that we are sort of led to believe that when you sort of land a job that pays well and pays the bills, 
mm-hmm. you, you wouldn't have a choice. Because mm-hmm. of course you do. Right. If the work is not what it used to be, if you are not getting anything but the paycheck, if you are hating your job and feeling so stressed already on Sunday mm-hmm. evening, that oh my God, I will have to go there tomorrow, change it. Yeah, it yeah, might yeah. not be overnight, yeah. but there are so many things that you can do. So it is. Yeah, I love to yeah, hear that. You can either start studying the site, you can start building your mm-hmm. side hustle as I did, or you can get a mm-hmm. completely new job. You can study along the lines, you can actually learn in the new job. So. It's not like you mm-hmm. are deprived of choices. The only thing you are lacking of is some balls to actually do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. You know, it's the unknown sometimes of what's going to be yeah. next. Is it going to be the right thing for you? It's scary when it's all you've known. Completely. And it's like, how many years of your life are you going to use to collect your guts to do actually the the leap of faith and like during the past Mm. year I have been coaching people to do the leap of faith do the manifesting Mm -hmm. and the results that we see is phenomenal like I have this one client Mm -hmm. who was like my practice client and during this week Mm -hmm. I actually got a message from her no it was last week because now it's only Tuesday (laughs) but anyway I got yeah. a message from her that can you believe that a year ago you told me to write down what is my dream job and how much will I make and really be specific what is it that I'm looking for. And today mm-hmm. I read what mm-hmm. I have manifested and I actually do have exactly that. Ah. <laughs> That's great. That's yeah. great. <laughs> There's so much we could speak about on that, but that's like a whole other episode. That is completely. <laughs> that just shows oh my that God. all that you need yeah. is already within you. You will just need to manifest it. Mm. You will just need to sort of have the goal. And then you will have the way. Yeah. You don't have to know how. You just will have to know what you want. Oh my God, uh, that hits me hard, really, because it's just so true. And I always remember thinking like when people said like all the answers are are within you, it's like, but where, like, where are they? But, you know, like they are, we don't need to look for external validation or like, it's literally everything is within us. And if we, you know, ask the universe for things to come to us, it will happen or we'll learn the message if that's not meant to be the right thing for us. And so what you just said right there, that that's it. Like that's life. Exactly. And I am like living a proof of that. You know, like how many slaps did I get straight to my face until I finally realized with the slap of cancer that, okay, maybe I'm not in the path that I should be. And the second yeah. I started to follow my path, things started to happen. And, you know, doors started to open mm. up to the places where there used to be only walls. So this is kind of like, what did I get in exchange from the universe when I let go of the work that I didn't want to have anymore? 
So it just goes to show that by like stepping out into that leap of faith, like you were saying, you're going to be provided for. It's scary, but there's like, yeah, I feel like steps just keep getting opened along the way, don't exactly. they? It's like, I will get these opportunities mm. to participate to something that I wouldn't have earlier. I kind of <gasps> look wow. at my cancer as my wake up call and also something that I get to be thankful for because it woke me up yeah smell the roses of the life that i actually was meant to have that, that oh my god yeah i just need a second to process <laughs> that that's incredible like you've literally just turned your life around and turned it into such a such a blessing exactly. like and just in awe because obviously i've never been through anything like this before and i can't imagine how how horrible it must be you know how scary at first or whatever but just to know that you and so many other people have really like taken the time to look on you in yourself in a deeper level and yeah just really truly acknowledge you for like all the work that you've done within yourself to get to where you are oh, right thank now thank you I feel so blessed and happy yeah, to really. be here and like having this experience yeah. And now I feel super empowered whenever I am in contact with people who have cancer, because I can tell them, that right. just try to find the silver lining. What is the teaching that you can take mm. out of this? And I promise you, everything mm -hmm. will change. Wow. Oh, can I ask you how it's like impacted, how yoga has impacted your family? Like, has it had like a ripple effect from like you doing what you're doing to like reaching your husband and your family and everything? It actually has, yes. Because, well, my husband is more of a gym type and that makes him as if as mm -hmm. hell. <laughs> so he has benefited a lot of doing yoga with me. And he doesn't always embrace mm -hmm. the idea of doing yoga, but he realizes that it is right. actually something that helps. And he can be like bitching and moaning, oh, you are just torturing me because you can. But afterwards, yeah. he is like, okay, right. that was really good. And I feel good now. And I slept like so well. And my mom is coming mm -hmm. whenever I have a yoga session where they live i usually do karma yoga there mm -hmm. so i want to sort of contribute to right. the community where i grew so it is like i don't accept mm -hmm. any payments i just want to have people do their practice and learn something and have fun with me so usually my mom, how awesome oh, thank you <laughs> so mm -hmm. mommy always comes my dad is not that limber he couldn't do that anymore because we have this inheritatory rheumatoid condition that that stiffens our spine okay. so i have it as well but since i'm mobile all the time it doesn't happen to me so mm -hmm. i still stay mobile but he should have started 30 incredible years ago. <laughs> and also I right. my brother who has the same issue and i've been able to help mm -hmm. also him with migraine and my brother's kids also they are always like oh auntie can we do some yoga can we do some yoga 
they love it. Yeah. <laughs> and especially when you do acting. Oh, that's so great. <laughs> so it has definitely oh, rippled. awesome. And the children that I have been teaching, mm. uh, like aerial acrobatics and pole dance, they are now requesting to do yoga mm-hmm. sessions with them, and I do. So oh, that is cool. awesome. So I'm kind of spreading that around yeah. my friends and my family. And since they see the mm-hmm. like the impact that it has had on me, they are really willing to try it. Mm-hmm. Even though my brother has like this wow. skepticism, he thinks that I'm starting to transform into a Hindu or something. And I will have to always convince mm-hmm. him that this is not about a religion. This is not about having yeah. like multiple gods on on Himalayan mountains or something. This is me doing me. This mm-hmm. is me listening to me. Because it, it's like when you pray, you are talking to God. But when yeah. you are meditating, you are listening mm-hmm. and getting the answers. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is powerful. <laughs> Wow, wow, wow. We've got some nuggets from you today. <laughs> but when you stop thinking, that's the way it is. Because when you are sitting in silence, you are actually getting the answer. Yeah. If you have, like, the patience, st- just stay and sort of sit with your own shit, so to speak, and prose it. Yeah. Wow, uh, you know, just after you said that, like, I just got like the biggest wave of like feeling high. Mm. I don't know if you've just felt that too, but it was like, oh, okay, like this is this is it, like this is real. I'm feeling really high vibes. It's like having electricity on yeah. my Woo! All right, <laughs> <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Oh my god, this is amazing. I don't want it to stop, but I'm like conscious that it's nearly 44 minutes and I don't know how long people want to listen for. Yeah, we can go on forever. Oh. <laughs> like a 10 hour podcast, but uh, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's like never ending story, like Big Brother or something. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> People just tune in like every few hours. <laughs> yeah, okay, they're still there. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, still. Honestly, I just feel so blessed to meet you. Like, I'm starting to realize why I'm doing this, and every single woman that I'm speaking to has just like something so special within them. And you know, it's not just the women that are coming on the podcast, but everyone has some fucking power within them that can be tapped into that they might not be tapping into already and that is really what I want to just like show people that you can do this too exactly and I'm so grateful to be part of this because you know if you think about life everything is energy so when Mm -hmm. you are like a high vibe person you have the higher frequency in everything that you do so that is also benefiting you as in health-wise. So the higher your vibes mm-hmm. are, the better you feel. 
So you want to stay high vibe. Exactly. And that is also something that I feel that I want to be as contagious as Corona. <laughs> so when you are around me, I'm going to spread that shit on you no matter what. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I love that. I love that. What is it? Like, uh, there's some kind of fact. I'm not sure the actual uh, statistic, but it's like one positive thought is like, I don't know, 100 times more powerful or 10 times more powerful than a negative thought. Have you heard something like that before? Yeah, and then I have heard something like how hard you will have to uh, try to flip a negative thought if you are really like keen on keeping I think I'm going to ask you one more final question and that is is there anything that you wish that I would have asked you during this episode amazing question I think I am so happy that you asked me about the tips that I would give and Mm -hmm. maybe what is my biggest takeaway from the cancer? Mm, yes, yeah. please. Because that was really like eye-opener. And I, mm. I think that because when I had my, sorry, cancer, my first thought was, why not me? It wasn't why me. It was mm-hmm. why not me. Ooh. And... Uh, that kind of opened it up for me to be able to have a positive outlook. I had already said that people mm-hmm. will recover and people can take this graciously or they can sort of mm-hmm. just jump into the hole and start spreading ashes on themselves and thinking about their, their death. And I'm thinking mm-hmm. that my greatest yeah. takeaway is that we never know what happens. We we have no guarantee. Right. So the only person mm-hmm. who actually can give us some guarantee is ourselves. And we can guarantee that today I decide to be happy and I decide to live to my best potential. Because that is my birthright. I get to do that. I get to be that. So whatever will happen tomorrow will take care of itself. But today... I'm alive and I get to enjoy it. So I'm here now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, that is so powerful. Oh God, I can't wait for this to air. So where can people find you on social media? Well, I can be found on Instagram under Mrs. Winterly, which is mm-hmm. straight down, mm-hmm. like translation of my the marital status and my surname <laughs> from Finnish to English. <laughs> so right. that is where I spent my most time in. And I am creating web page at the moment. Well, not while speaking with mm-hmm. you, obviously, <laughs> but that will happen someday. <laughs> and I can also be found from Happy Chuck Yoga because I am there as a team member. So. Awesome. Well, honestly, thank you again for just sharing your story and just being so honest and so just so giving. I feel like you've really just 
given so much during this and it's been a pleasure to meet you as well. Likewise, I'm so grateful that you had me. Thank you.